0: Hey, you guys, I'm your host, Diana, and welcome to the Becoming a Divine Lady podcast. Hey ladies and welcome back to Becoming a Divine Lady Podcast. I hope that everybody is having a great week so far. I want to say welcome to all the new listeners that's giving the podcast an opportunity and welcome back to everyone who's joining me for another podcast. I definitely appreciate all the support. I noticed since the last podcast um, that a few more of you have went onto the website and downloaded the free resources so Thank you all for who downloaded those. If you have not or do not know what I'm talking about, we do offer free resources, which are documents that you can download on any device. I mean, they're just reminders regarding the pray method, which is the P-R-A-Y method. And it helps assist in praying. We have the Fasting with Purpose, which take you through the steps of fasting. And we have the Daniel Fast Food List which is, you know, the list of foods that you can and cannot eat while you're doing a Daniel fast, if that's something that you're looking into doing. I was recently asked by someone to add the Armor of God prayer. So I will go ahead and do that for you all. Don't forget, while you're on the website, which is www.becomingadivinelady.com, and you're downloading the free resources, don't forget to sign up for the daily devotionals which are brought to you by Faith Walker Monday through Friday and they can definitely assist in starting your morning out with a great devotional, okay? So those are the reminders for today. Let's go ahead and get started with today's podcast which is called Bloom We Are Planted, all right? So We are going to do it a little different today. Instead of asking multiple self-reflection questions, I just want to focus on just one question, okay? And that question is, are you truly aware and grateful for the abundance God has placed in your life or are you focusing on what you believe you are missing out on? Okay, now I want you to really think about that question and I will repeat it. And if you do, if you have to go back and replay it, you know, again, just to hear the full question to write it down, that's okay as well. All right. So the question is, are you truly aware and grateful for the abundance God has placed in your life? Or are you focusing on what you believe you are missing out on? Now, while you really think about that question, I want to read you a story. And this story is not from the Bible, but it's a great story with a great lesson. The story is called Acres of Diamonds, and it was written by Russell Conwell. And those of you who are not aware who Russell Conwell is, he is the founder of Temple University. And Temple is located in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, in the USA, um, if those of you who are out of the country. But he is the founder of one of our colleges, which is a great college um, here in the U.S. And he was actually a preacher back in the 1800s as well. Um, And just a fun fact, Russell Conwell funded temple university with the money he made by telling this exact story that i'm going to share with you all he told this exact story all over the world 6152 times and he made enough money from going around telling this story back in the 1800s and was able to raise money to to fund a college so i thought that was just a fun fact to share with you all um let's go ahead and get started with the story the story reads there was a man the name of Ali Hafed. Ali Hafed owned a very large farm. He had orchids, grain fields, and gardens. He had money at interest and was wealthy and a content man. One day there visited an old farmer, one of the wise men of the east, and he was an old priest. They were having a conversation, and during a conversation, the old priest told Ali, That if he had one diamond the size of his thumb, then he can purchase the county. And if he had a mine of diamonds, he can place his children upon thrones through the influence of their great wealth. So Ali heard all about the diamonds and how much they were worth and went to bed that night a poor man. He has not lost anything, but he was poor because he was discontent and discontent because he feared he was poor. He said, I want to mine the diamonds. And he laid awake all night. Early in the morning, he sought out the priest. And Ali said to him, will you tell me where I can find the diamonds? Diamonds, said the priest. And the priest is like, what do you want with diamonds? And Ali's response was, why, I wish to be immensely rich. So the priest said, well, then go along and find them. That's all you have to do. Go and find them. And then you'll have them. But Ali said, but I don't know where to go. And the priest says, well, if you find a river that runs through the white sands between high mountains, in those white sands, you will always find diamonds. And Ali says, I don't believe there is a such river. And the priest says, oh, yes, there are plenty of them. All you have to do is go and find them and then you'll have them. So Ali thought, okay, I will go and find them. So Ali sold his farm, collected his money and left his family in charge of a neighbor. And away he went in a search of diamonds. He began his search and went around to several different countries trying to find these diamonds. So when his money was all spent and he was in rags and poverty, he had nothing left. He lost everything trying to find these diamonds. So he stood on the shore of the bay at Barcelona in Spain. And when a great tidal wave came rolling in, he cast himself into the incoming tide never to rise in life again. Now, I'm going to pause here. I know that sounds a little harsh, but there's a point to the story, okay? So, stay along with me, okay? Um, so, back to the story. So, let's go ahead and get back to the man who purchased Ali Hafed's farm. One day, he led his camel into the garden to drink. And as the camel put his nose into a shallow water of garden brook, the man noticed a curious flash of light from the white sands of the stream. He pulled out a black stone, having an eye of light, reflecting all the hues of the rainbow. He took the pebble into the house and put it on a mantle and forgot all about it. A few days later, the same old priest who told Ali about the diamonds came to the farm to visit the man who now owned and brought the farm from Ali. In the moment the priest opened the door, he saw the flash of light on the mantle and he rushed up to it and shouted, here's a diamond. Has Ali returned? And the man who's now on the farm says, oh no, Ali has not returned. And that's not a diamond. That is nothing but a stone. We found it right out here in our garden. The priest said, but I tell you, I know a diamond when I see it. I know positively that this is a diamond. Then together they rushed out into the old garden and stirred up the white sands with their fingers. And long behold, there were more beautiful, viable gems than at first. And what was discovered was the diamond mine of Gokanda, the most magnificent diamond mine in all of history of mankind. Now, if Aliwa had remained at home and dug in his own farm or underneath his own wheat fields and in his own garden, instead of chasing, looking, and digging elsewhere to lose it all and not having any clothes, food, or a place to stay and ultimately committing suicide, he would have had acres of diamonds, Okay. I believe that it was a great story because there's a lesson to be learned within this story, okay? I told the story because, to be honest, I think a lot of us are like Ali. And I say that because instead of being focused and happy with the abundance we have, we're focused on more on what we do not have. Like, we're looking at other people's happiness and success and wanting that. Wanting what we see on TV, the internet, magazines, picture from social media, wherever it is you're looking, you desire what you see, all right? And thinking, if I only had that life, I would be happy. What we're not recognizing is that right where we are in life, right now, God has acres of diamonds for us. And the potential for tremendous joy in our life. And that's not to say someday, it's not saying one day, but right now, right where you are. God has acres of diamonds for you. So we must be grateful for what we have and know that what we have is abundance. Taking care of what we have and doing our best at all things we currently have in the moment is being grateful. But some of us are not happy with that and some of us are not happy with what we have. For example, some of us are wanting to get a promotion at our jobs and more money, right? I mean, I'm sure everybody want a promotion. I'm sure that everybody wants to have more money. But in the current role that we're in, we're not doing our best, right? We're not always on time. We're not giving our all at work. We're not meeting our monthly goals. Like we're complaining about everything that happens at work changes, but we're praying for a better job and to have our own businesses. When we God has this currently, we're not being appreciative and doing our best. Another example I want to give is some of us are praying for a bigger house or apartment or a better place to stay. Where we're currently living, we're not keeping it clean. We don't take care of it. You don't keep the outside clean. We mess up, destroy the furniture. You're not keeping up with it. Just things like that, you know, not appreciating and keeping up with the things that you have. Like, and we want more. We want more. We always want more. But what we have, we just look over. We don't even pay attention to or be thankful for or grateful for. We always want more. We want growth and we want to have better and do better. But we're not realizing that right now where we are planted is where we have to bloom first. You know, I understand that a lot of people might be thinking like, oh, I just need a fresh start, a new beginning. And maybe just saying to God, like, well, if you give me a new job, then I would be better with that job and I'll go to work on time. I won't complain anymore because I'm going to have a new job. Or like if God, if you give me a a bigger house, I'll keep that one clean. Like, and I want to give another example. We pray and we ask God to be married, right? We want to be a wife so bad, but we have not worked on ourselves and we have not become the divine lady that God has called us to be. Those of you who are not married, you want this marriage. You want to be married. You want to have that husband, but have you worked on everything God has given you before he has given you a husband? Are you appreciative of everything God has given you? Are you thankful for everything God has given you before he give you a husband? I really want you to think about that. Are you thankful for your job before he gives you another job? Are you doing everything in your power to do good in that job before he gives you another job? Do you appreciate your home and where you stay at currently? Are you keeping it clean? Are you cleaning it daily? Are you taking care of your, your clothes? Are you taking care of your your home? Are you... Making sure that everything is all tidied up. Are you taking care of it? Are you making sure your outside is upkept? Are you making sure your car is clean? You know, if you ask for a new car, are you making sure that you're taking care of it to the best of your ability before you ask for more? Before you're wanting more? We are not blooming where we are planted. And we are all surrounded by blessings and reasons to be grateful. But... Only a few of us realize what we have. And a lot of people have the habit of skipping gratitude and their obsessive rush to the next thing. We always rush into the next thing. That's just how the world moves nowadays. It's just next thing, next thing, next thing. Move, move, move. Everything is so fast. But going back to the story, Ali heard about diamonds, right? And he asked, okay, how can I find the diamonds? But I wanna point this out to you because a lot of you could have missed it when I read it. When Ali asked where he can find the diamonds, the priest said, all you have to do is go and find them and then you will have them. And Ali is still asking like, okay, well, where do I find them? He said, find a river that runs through white sands between high mountains and there you will find diamonds. Very, very detailed, okay? He did not say go to this country or that country. He didn't say any of that. But another thing I wanna point out to you from the story is when you go back to the part in the story when the new owner who Ali sold the farm to, it says one day he led his camel into the garden to drink. So just that right there, it tells you that on a property, there was some type of water, right? Then it says, as the camel put his nose in the shallow water of the garden brook. Which here, it lets you know that the water was not poured. It was not water that he poured for the camel to drink. It was not just, you know, a puddle of water that it rained and it made a puddle. No, it says the shallow water, which for it to be shallow, it had to be a larger body of water, right? And then it says, the man noticed a curious flash of light from the white sands of the stream which tells you that he also had the white sand now Ali did not pay attention that he had the river the white sands on his own property the new owner took his camel on the property to get some some water and that's when he found the diamond on the property and the priest told him where to find it And all along, Ali had that on his farm in his own garden. But he was so caught up in what he heard about the diamonds and what other people had that he was trying to chase for something that was in his backyard the entire time. This man went from country to country trying to find diamonds that he had in his backyard, ladies. I thought this story was so good. And I thought that, it was so many lessons that can be learned from this. That what he had in front of him, he was he was wealthy already. He had an abundant life. And I do want y'all to know that I understand that sometimes God plants us in really tough places, right? Hard places, difficult places. And when this happened, we'll try our absolute hardest. To get out of those hard places and keep on asking God to get us out of there ASAP. But today, I want to challenge all of us to continually focus on being fruitful, whatever God allows us to be and at any point in our lives. And this is not to say God cannot and will not deliver us from tough situations. No, God is able and all power belongs to God. But even as we rely on God's help in every situation we encounter, we have to be fruitful in the waiting Okay, in the same way that seeds are planted in the ground, we're planted too, and sometimes we're planted in a careful and organized way. And if we pick where we're planted, we'll pick what we seems to be a perfect spot to plant ourselves, thinking that it's safe to bloom there. Where in all reality, it's not. But we don't we don't always have a choice on where we're planted. God is the one who plants us, and while I'll be the first to admit. I haven't always agreed with God's time and I had doubt about God's time. And, and I have to remind myself that I can't see the end result like he can. I can't see the end result like God can. He is far more knowledgeable and wise than we are. So trusting him means surrendering our will to his. It says in Jeremiah thirty-two forty through 41, it says, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. I will never stop doing good for them. I will put a desire in their heart to worship me and they will never leave me. I will find joy doing good for them and will faithfully and wholeheartedly replant them in this land. If it is God will to replant us somewhere else at some point, whether it's now or later, then sure. Let us follow God wholeheartedly, whatever he leads by grace. That's a no brainer. It says right here. I will find joy by doing good for them and will faithfully and wholeheartedly replant them in this land. But we must always bloom and grow wherever we are in our current space in our lives. So going back to the story again, Ali has a farm land. He was wealthy and originally content with what he had and he started to chase after what he thought other people had in their lives and the entire time again he had acres of diamonds you know I think the key to discovering our acres of diamonds is to worship and to give God thanks and praise and be thankful for what you have and commit to the process and just remember that diamonds is made under pressure and we will all have our time to shine. So take that time and look around where you are right now and what you have right now and praise God in the moment. Take a look at everything around you and praise God right now, right now where you're at. Praise God for everything that you have either on, your shoes, your clothes, you you waking up this morning. Thank God for everything. And let's give our all to blooming right where we currently are planted. Let's give our all. It says in John 15 verse 1 through 5, it says, "I am the true great vine, and my Father is my gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so they will prune even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit" If it is severed from the vine and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine and you are the branches. Those of you who remain in me and I and them will produce much fruit from apart from me. You can do nothing. So again, ladies, I hope that this podcast was helpful for you all. I hope that the story connected to the message. Um, I thought that was a great story. I thought that was a great lesson that, you know, appreciate what you have. Be grateful for what you have. Again, just remember to bloom where you're planted until God moves you, okay? And that's what that's what we have to do in the moment. All right, ladies? So I hope that this podcast was helpful for you all. I hope that the story connected to the title as I thought it did but I hope it made that connection for you all as you listen to the podcast um again that story was called Acres of Diamonds and it is by Russell Conwell um you can definitely google it and you can read the story it's not the entire story of course but you can read the story on your own and just don't forget to go to the website www.becomingadivinelady.com download your free resources I will be adding the full armor of God prayer as well so of course you know I would like to end in prayer all right? father God in the name of Jesus we thank you for your hand of mercy in our lives oh God we thank you for the blessings you have bestowed upon us oh God you have provided us with more than we can ever imagine, oh God. You have surrounded us with people who we need in our lives at this moment, oh God. And we just thank you, oh God. We thank you for keeping us safe, oh God. We thank you for breathing breath within us, oh God. We thank you for the roof over our heads, oh God. We thank you for the clothes on our backs, oh God. The shoes on our feet, oh God. We thank you for our health, oh God. We thank you for our wealth of blessings, oh God. We thank you for the gift of each day, oh God. Father God, you hold all things together, oh God, from the smallest Seed to the largest tree, oh God. We thank you for all the beauty around us, oh God. We thank you for your complexity of life within us, oh God. We thank you for growth and renewal, oh God. We thank you for water to drink, oh God. We thank you for you have warmed us with the heat of the sun oh god we thank you for everything oh god we thank you for all of the abundant and incredible beauty of the world oh god we we thank you for the sky the stars the clouds and that you created everything oh god and you created everything with the purpose oh god we thank you for again the trees for producing the oxygen oh god we thank you for you have thought everything out from detail to detail. We thank you for knowing us. We thank you for knowing every string of hair that we have on our head, oh God. We just thank you, oh God. We thank you, oh God. We thank you through every generation. You have been the rock of our lives, oh God. The shield of our salvation, oh God. And we thank you and declare your praise, oh God, for our lives that you have in your hand. You have our lives in your hand. And we thank you for your vision for us. We thank you that you love us so much that you have a vision for us. We thank you that you have planted out every moment. And all we have to do is stay on your path, bloom when we're planted and be ready to move when you're ready to replant us, oh God. And help us to remember that if we remain in you, that you will remain in us, oh God. For a branch cannot produce fruit. If it is severed from the vine. So if we remain in you, oh God, and we keep searching for you, oh God, and we keep reaching for you, oh God, that you will remain in us, oh God. And you will continue to prune us, oh God. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you, oh God. I thank you, oh God. Father God, today we choose to bloom where we are planted, oh God. We choose to trust you and honor you and knowing that you're working behind the scenes for all good, oh God. And we thank you for every. Thing that we have in the name of Jesus oh God we thank you for your blessings that you stole upon us oh God we thank you for loving us we love you we honor you and we adore you in the mighty name of Jesus we pray amen so ladies again I hope that this podcast was helpful for you all please don't forget to share with any ladies that you may know and I hope you all have a great rest of your week bye ladies